1: today. You are listening to Bonnie Albers on air and I am your host case you forgot. I am Bonnie Albers. I have a fabulous guest with me today and I'm so excited. She is going to be here and conversing with all of us. She is right from L.A., She's a psychic spirit medium and a spiritual advisor. She does all kinds of venues. She goes all over the country, and I'm so honored that she is here speaking with us today. So everyone, please welcome Sharon Gothard Weissman to the house. Hi, Sharon. Good
0: morning or afternoon, Bonnie. How are you?
1: I am doing fine. Did you have your first cup of coffee on the L.A. coast?
0: Yes, I did. I even had two this morning because I knew I was (laughs) going to be talking to you.
1: Well, you know me. Oh, my gosh. I went a mile a minute (laughs) when I talked to you. So, you know, most of my friends said, Bonnie, too much coffee. Don't call like that. So I am Uh, so
0: excited. Go ahead. Well, no. I was going to say, no. You must have coffee. It's a, it's an absolute necessary um, calling in the morning.
1: <laughs> yes, with me, it's, it's my drug of choice. So, when anybody says, "Do you do drugs?" I'm got to think, uh, "Do I do drugs?" Uh, no, but I do do caffeine. So, I, I do have to tell you, you and I are one kindred spirit. Coffee is my fave, but. I am so excited you're here today. You have a very busy schedule and I I, I just want everyone to know how excited I am that you're here because I know how wonderful and what what you bring through to others. So Sharon, I know that you are a psychic spirit medium. You know, I, I hate giving definitions on my show because I think all of us and feel all of us already know what that means. But I would love, and spirits asking me for you to give the definition of what you do and how you work, so people know when they see you, which is you, you're all over the country, and uh, and book a reading with you or are a client of yours. What you do.
0: Absolutely. Well, I am a psychic medium and spiritual advisor, like you said. What I do is talk to my clients' guides, my guides, and people who have passed over that are coming on our frequency to give us information. I never know who's coming or what they're going to say, but I basically, I joke with people, I hear and see what the dog does. (laughs) <laughs> it's a different, right? Because the dogs, you know, dogs, babies, it's a different frequency. That's all it is. And the psychic part comes in when they tell me what to tell a client about the future because time overlaps. So for I me, love that. I can, yeah because psychics come read all different energies they can read um energy connected to an object they can read anything in the senses but the way i work is i actually listen to a source that is telling me what to tell someone else so basically i joke it has nothing to do with me i don't do anything We are all connected to one big source or one big light, and all I do is listen. I, you know, I joke I'm the Jewish mother Yenta. I get involved. (laughs) I listen. I know, right? I listen. I tell people what is being said. That's the extent of it. And then it's up to them to decide what to do with the information.
1: I love that. And I've got to tell you two things. And then I also want you to give us a little background of how you connected and when you knew that you had these awakenings or the frequency you needed to communicate with the other side. But I do want to tell you that. You are just so sweet and adorable because I loved what you said. I'm going to repeat something that you said, even though I put it a different way. I use you as I always say I'm a vessel. You said, and I love this, and I think it's really cool that you can bring this to people because I, you probably have a better uh, a better way of telling everyone how you connect, but you use the idea of a uh, cord and electricity. And in your uh, bio, you say that you're the cord that attaches uh, the light bulb or something like that. And I thought, oh, my um
0: It's the cord on the lamp, I explained. Yes. And yes. just like, you know, you plug it in, turn it on, electricity goes through, and the light goes on. So that's me. I'm plugged into the universe, which is God, however you perceive him or her to be, okay? You're already plugged in. We all are. Whether we're in a body or out of a body, we're all connected to the one source. So as I said, I'm just already there with big ears, and so I'm (laughs) listening what's going on, and I'm telling you what's being said. Well, I got to tell you.
1: I think that's wonderful, and I love that expression, but I want everybody to know that uh, Sharon is much prettier than a cord. She is gorgeous, stunning, and it's the prettiest cord I ever saw, so everyone, I had to break that up, and I I, I do want you to give a little background uh, from one Jewish princess to another. Uh, What... When did you feel that your gifts, that you had something that, one, I, 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 I feel in the beginning you were a little frightened of, and you say that in your bio, but tell us when you actually noticed that you were doing something other people might not have been.
0: Well, what happened is I was doing something I thought everyone did. I mm-hmm. remember seeing two or three you know, around that age. And when it would be time to wake up in the morning, I would literally be, look at my body on the bed. So I would be on the ceiling. I'd see my body on the bed and I can see it now. I'd have the stuffed animals around. It was against the wall on one side. My brother's bed was on the other side of the bedroom. And I'd look at myself and say, oh, time to wake up and come down and wake up. Wow. And that was wow. every night. Because as a child, we don't know this is not something we're supposed to do.
1: That's right. Did you see me up there? Did you Uh, see me up
0: there? I I probably did. We probably hung out (laughs) a little bit, went to the court had a little candy when the parents weren't looking. So then one day, and then, then what happened, which happens a lot, I told my brother, who was five years older than me, who I love dearly, please don't. But back then, I was, a, you know, his little pain in the neck sister. And I mm-hmm. told him I did this. And he went running to my mother and said, Ma, Sharon says she flies out the window at night to visit Francine, who was the babysitter. And I oh stopped my God. that. Right. Because all of a sudden it was wrong. And I don't That's remember flying. Isn't that interesting? Because yes. as children, yeah. we don't know. What, we're, what is quote right or quote wrong. We do what we feel is in our hearts. And it's only when I, we learn not to do it that we have a problem.
1: I know, so, that is so cool. That's a shame. I would have liked I mean, well, I know you didn't close up because that's not what happens. And, and I know you're right. going to continue no, the story, no. but it's a shame. But, Go ahead.
0: But that, right. And then later on, a few years later, um, a friend of my mom's passed who I love dearly and I didn't want to see her while she was sick. I was too scared of that. And the night she passed, I woke up and she was at the end of the bed. And it must you know before she must have been as she passed, before she went to rest and I looked at her, I said, I know I know you love me. I know you forgive me, but you're scaring me go away. And she nodded that's and so went cool. out. And so that's like the first conscious memory of seeing someone who had passed on who had left their body and that is really cool uh, yeah it's um and then I played played with it you know as I got older I worked with it I didn't and it wasn't until I came moved to California right out of college that I really got um comfortable started to get comfortable with this and it was a long journey that's amazing yeah So that's where we are today. That ended with this, with me talking to the wonderful you.
1: (laughs) I only wish that's where it ended today, but uh, actually not because you are just such an amazing, uh, wonderful soul that, that will help uh, inspire, teach and, and and help us all. But what I, what I, why I wanted to stop you and I, and I know you're going to get mushy, but you know, there was something that you said that really intrigued me, and I think everyone or I feel everybody needs to hear that. And that was when um, you uh, you were talking about that you told your aunt to go away and she flew out the, 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 your, your uh, room. My point, right. and I love this, is some people who are medium psychics or everybody's plugged in, like you said, people who don't understand don't know that we're in control. So I want you to touch on that before we actually get into our subject. If you tell a spirit to walk out, uh, how do you? Because she did. So do they come back? People think that they okay. don't have to. Or, go ahead, because you know where I'm going with this. No, no, I
0: understand. They the people think they don't have control of what goes on, right? Especially right. Um, when their spiritual when their spiritual being is opening up. When, they're start, when they have dreams, they get scared. They don't want to tell anybody. Uh, they hear things that frighten them. They see things that frighten them. The whole idea is that we are in control of our yes. own body. We're a spirit in a human body, okay? Our brain is only supposed to control us, the body. We are supposed to control us. So your brain, I know. Though, is only here one life. OK, it's it wants it's a child. It wants everything it can out of this world, out of this body it's in. So it tries to tell you what is possible. What we have to do as beings is be is tell the brain, shut up, do your own job. I'm in charge. And what that means is do not have a body right now that want to talk, that want to communicate. Try and barge in. They see an open vessel. They see someone on the same frequency. They see someone learning. They want to come in and be the boss. And it is totally and 100% within our power to tell them no, to tell them go away. That's what I want to hear. You're here on my my terms. No one else's terms. And if they don't behave, you tell them go away. They're not allowed back. And I do that in a lot of house clearing that I get called for, that there are usually children that are living in houses that are causing mischief. And nine times out of 10, they're causing mischief because something is going on within the house, within the family that they are living with, uh, that is problematic, that the family themselves are having a problem they don't see. And the kids love them. So they start up. Hoping to cause enough problems so that someone will come in and tell the people what is going on, and then oh. it's my job. Yeah, it's very interesting. And then it's my job to sit down with the people who are living in the house and the kids who are also living there, make peace, tell the kids they have to behave, and if they don't, in two weeks, the people living there will tell them they have to leave for good. Oh and my! You know what? Back to my own That's house. amazing. I have kids that live here, live with us, and they start up sometimes. They start up with the dogs. They they throw things if they're upset. They'll you know, they'll do I can you know tell you stories of things they've done, and I have to say knock it off or you you go outside.
1: That's and wild that's and I, I, I you know, I you know, I that's not even some that's a, another whole genre I'd like to touch on and I'm not going to get off that subject yet to talk about what we actually are going to talk about but t- <laughs> I first of all I how do you go in and clear a house I mean that's something I I I, you know I go oh we're spirit mediums we can do this we can do that and there are house clearers, and that is so interesting that you clear houses so and, and I and I totally what's funny is I I always say to people who want their house cleared be careful who you're clearing out, because first let's find out who right. it is. And you, I have, I have stories I could tell you about a father who was uh, playing with the daughter's children, so it would have been his grandchildren. But she didn't really have a great relationship with her father when he crossed over. But when she found out, and she called a very famous medium in to clear her house because the kids were talking to a, you know, a spirit. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the medium said, are you sure you want me to clear this house? It's your father, and he's watching over the kids. And she right. had to think, because for months she thought that, you know, there was a uh, Maleficent uh, spirit, and it was not going to be, you know, it had to go. And, and she thought about it, and she said, well, I didn't have a great relationship with my father, uh, but if he's watching over my children... Uh, yeah, I don't want him clear, but daddy. And then she, you know, gave him some rules. But tell me, is that what you do? And and what was your most famous uh, house that you remember uh, talking to people uh, about what was in
0: there? Well, what I do is I go from room to room in Mm -hmm. the house. And I see if if there is a spirit there or Mm if needs to be cleaned or I also do readings while I'm at the house so or I may get someone who's here to talk to the client not necessarily living in the house all the time so and we take notes and we talk to them and I go until I find where the kids or where the entities are hiding that I'm here to see the one you told me is, I, I guarantee anonymity to all my clients, but I did, so I can't give you names, but I did do a, a house was about, oh, had to be about 9,000 square feet. And we went through the entire house, and while I was in the house, we were also coming across other people that needed to be talked to that wanted uh, to talk to the occupants that were living there. But I finally found the two kids that had been causing the problems, all the way in the back of the house, hiding in the father's closet. And this wow. is we're talking after, right, after over an hour and hour and a half probably. And they were, the, they were just two little boys and one girl. There were three of them. I'm sorry. And what, what came about is I took them all back into the big, great room and sat down. And it turned out that the family themselves were having a problem. And the father wasn't aware of it. And wow. the mom of the house was really, there, there was a big family situation going on. And what the kids were trying to do was just get the attention by turning the alarms on and off, by turning the TVs on and off. By, you know, they had, been, they had been causing havoc for about three weeks. They just wanted to get them talking. So uh, That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was wonderful, and I asked the family if it was okay if the kids stayed, and they said as long as they behaved. I talked to the kids, and if you see it, it's pretty funny because we're in this huge, great room, and I've got you know people in a body on one side of me, and then I've got empty chairs <laughs> on the other side. So look, That's
1: you
0: know, wild. Look, yeah, it looks a little crazy, but when you get I, down to it, you know, I told the kids exactly you know what I said before. I said, "Okay, you have two weeks." And you have to prove to them that you, you know, you're worthy of staying here. I know you love them, but if you cause any problems, they're going to call me. I'm going to come back and the three and the four of us are going to tell you guys you can't stay anymore. And I never heard again. So it must have, you know, some people, they referred me. So I guess it worked is is what I'm saying. But it it was also a therapy session for the family that lived there. Uh, That's what I was just. There for love. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I was just going to say. I, I You uh, w- you walked out with everybody feeling good. And uh, what I want to ask you, and we're going to then come to frequency, is do you feel these spirits or entities or whatever you want to use as a language, do you feel that uh-huh. they're actually there or do you feel that it's residual looping what do you feel when you've got, got it. and working with these energies
0: i feel that they are actually there they are spirits who are not inhabiting a body mm-hmm. but do not want to go to the second level where you have a life and you can come down and watch over people they go back and forth that's a whole other conversation but yes i believe that they like it here they're comfortable here. They don't, you know, either they're orphan orphans, they're very new spirits that don't know where to go and they, or they're just like playing here and they like the family they're with. They like their energy and they stay and they hang out. So that's, that, what, I, you, I'm hearing, that's what I get. That's what I've been exposed to or been asked to work with.
1: Do you and I feel... Know
0: and, digital inter, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm interrupting. No, I'm interrupting.
0: Go ahead. What I was going to say is I know there's residual energy, there's, um, you know, there's all different levels, but I don't work in that realm. What I do is kind of, I'm going to, not specific, I'm going to, but my, quote, expertise or my teachings have been in spirits that are either in a body or have left a body, where the body has died, but the spirit, of course, is still around. So that's what I work with.
1: I love that, and and I know all the differences too. So you, so do you feel that you can go to what you're calling the second level, or you know, up spirit and help us through that through going, you know, to that level? Can they go in and out? Can they can they walk into that second level, come back to the first, or how, you know, how once they're in the spirit form, can they jump from from different energies to different energies yeah got it
0: um okay the way i explain it is you leave your body and Mm -hmm. you go up to this second level where you go up to a level where you rest okay all the all the energy all the spirits have to rest when they leave a body you rest from anywhere from two weeks to three months then you go with your guides Who go who are with you from life to life, and you go over to the book. I call it. It's a very Mm -hmm. simplistic way to explain it, but this is this is the way that I you know that I've received the information. And you go Mm -hmm. over with your guys, and you look at what you signed up for, the life you signed up for, and you look where you turned right, where you turned left, what you did, what you were supposed to, and if you hit unconditional love, this is Earth School. We come here specifically to learn our lessons. Right, and experience (laughs) unconditional love as the PhD. If you've hit unconditional love, then you have a choice. You can either reincarnate by choice, come back at a higher level, and learn some more lessons and do whatever work you sign up for. Call that the first level. You can stay at the second level where you have a life there But you also can come here in that other frequency though and watch over those that are still here and communicate with them. Or you can choose to go to the third level, which is what people say going into the light or crossing over. I don't know what that is, but I can only imagine it's spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, When you choose to do that, then a new soul comes out, and that's where the new souls and old souls come in to play. So I, I work you know, with the second level people, the second level energies, the second level spirits, where my dad hangs out.
1: Yeah, my dad too. Where, they probably
0: right. They probably know each
1: do other. Oh, you, um, you know, I believe. I totally believe in soul pods and soul families. I call it soul fabric. And if you know someone and, and uh, you know, people cross your paths, it's not, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe we, we've written our journey here. It's how we play it out. And in, in, right. you know, right. in you know, I'll never forget, uh, A friend of mine said, when you go, it's like going up to a, going down a big highway, and when you get, all of a sudden, you have a stop sign, and there's three major paths you can take. So do you go straight, and, you know, hey, you're following the straight and narrow, and you're really, you know, on that journey? Do you veer off to the right? You want to see, like, countrysides and sceneries, but then it's, you don't know what's, you know, over there, and to the left also. The good news is, if you're here for a certain purpose, and I do believe we are, we all end up on that road. It's just how we got there. Did we take the shortcut? Did we take other long cuts? Did you do what you were supposed to? And that's all, you know, about life journey. So I, I totally uh, get that's it. And I love where you hang. I love where you hang out on the second level. But <laughs> I, I do want I do want to tell everyone a quote that you, uh, that I love. And I read this and I really want everybody to, uh, to hear it because I think it grasps a lot of you. So please let me do this. And then after I do this and you're still with me, I do want you to tell everybody, uh, because you do this for a living, um and you do all kinds of shows and all kinds of um of uh you have all uh, parties, you have uh private bookings, you do house clearings, and I want them to know how to get a hold of you. but let me use this quote because I think it sums you up and i and, and I don't feel we could sum you up in words, but I just felt ah. so warm and fuzzy when I read this that oh, it I'm says great. the moment, <laughs> the moment you realize you can't do anything. Is the moment that you realize you can do everything, Sharon, everything, uh, and I love that yeah. quote. So Thank where did you, you find that it? Was, yeah,
0: I know Go ahead. it's from it's it's my quote. It's the first um, and from I guess it's the first quote the universe gave me to pass on to people.
1: I love and it, and so Not to,
0: it's my it's my quote.
1: It's your calling card. <laughs> that's, that's what right, I hear yeah. it's, it's, it's your calling card call. yeah
0: and, and because basically it's very hard to trust something you can't see let's face it I mean we all want to be in charge of our own destiny but the more we listen to ourselves the greater we are in charge and it's a really difficult concept but That's why the moment you realize you can't do anything, you, your brain is not in charge. You are, your soul is, then possibilities for life are infinite. And um, it's just really, it takes, I believe, an entire lifetime and more to, to really understand that. I think the Dalai Lama has it down pretty good. I think Mother Teresa had it down pretty well. I, mean, those I know, but I didn't want to live where they it.
1: I know, I you know, somebody right. said I owe thirty thirty eight lifetimes before I can actually do anything because that wouldn't be anything I could do. I mean, I just couldn't live out in the desert. I don't mind if I have to no. have no teeth or anything like that, but <laughs> uh, I, I'm just not ready for that life yet. But uh, no, I need your conditioning. I really do. Yeah, do you? Could you I tell everybody because I I do too and and I need and I need plumbing. so if you could tell everybody and and I don't do this for a reason I let the let the person my guests do it, but tell everybody where because you have a beautiful website where to find you, you also do this you you do private bookings, you do all kinds of things. so tell everybody uh, where they can find you and read more about you.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. um you can just go to my website which is www Sharon Gothard Weissman one word dot com and all the information is there. I do. I do private readings. I do small groups. I do large venue groups. Fundraising. I I love being of service to help others. Um, help others. And uh, yes. Or if you have any questions, yeah. I'm I'm happy you know to be what? there.
1: You know what, Sharon, it is so funny because you get sold out. I want to tell everybody, please don't expect to like just click on her site and, <laughs> and go to an event because, see, I told all my peeps that she was going to be up in New Jersey. And by the time they, they, they were on waiting lists, and by the time they got to that waiting list, she was all sold out. So please uh, check out her venues and everything and, and, and book early. But you know, yeah. I, I love what our, we didn't even get to our subject because uh, because we sidetracked and I could have you on for probably 20 hours and we would never stop talking but i I do want to bring up the subject that we we wanted to talk about I want to thank everybody in chat and all, all my listeners everybody on uh, on the phone lines because Sharon's excellent um, we were gonna we, we I want to bring out that about spirituality in everyday life and I know you practice this and so I want you to take right. that statement and embellish on it
0: um what I do is I, I do I write a newsletter which is which will at some point I'm working on turning it into a book called spirituality for the rest of us. And what that means is we're, I, body, I believe everyone that, that practices this or doesn't, we're just all a spirit antibody. We're all the same. We're just all normal humans trying to make it through a lifetime. But yes. if we can use right spiritual principles in our everyday life, it makes it just a little easier. It makes it a little more joyful even. It can make it more practical. If we can just open ourselves to the fact that there is a little bit of help out there and it's basically love in whatever form you're you're honored or blessed to perceive it, then we can all go through together a little happier, a little healthier, a little safer. So that's what um, my one of my big goals is doing this work. Is we don't have to all walk around and wear tons of crystals and pray and wear what except Mother Teresa and the Dalai Lama wear. Um, <laughs> we can all we all have this help in our everyday life. We just need to look for the places or realize where it's knocking us on the head and saying, Here, I'm here, use me, let me help you. And even if you just smiling at a person,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: only do they feel better, but you feel better because you've helped them for one moment feel better about themselves. I love
1: that. I love, that. I, it's I that, love small, that. Yeah. I love that Sharon because I even in my practice tell people if you're not have you know if you're not having a good day smile it brings out the uh, endorphins in your brain and when you smile and somebody and you're looking at somebody who maybe had a bad day um, they smile back you don't know what you've done you've passed the endorphin you know energy on and you and, and it was free so I love that but you know I want right. I want to con- I want to kind of talk about what we uh, what we were getting into about like I know every time I see a cardinal, I say hi, daddy. So I know we right. were talking about energies and and things that happen. People see billboards, all of a sudden they'll be thinking about their mother, and you know she, they look up and there's the. Uh, uh, Betty Crocker with a with chicken and they remember, oh my gosh, it must be my mom making me look up because she used to cook chicken every Sunday. So I, I love that. I feel that's also in the everyday uh, realm of spirituality. But can you give us examples of how spirit is around us and trying to get our attention?
0: Sure. Um, the way I look at it, the, the way I look at it is excuse me, that was my dog who's sitting here. Um, <laughs> I have people that ask me, for instance, is their child the reincarnation of their mother because mm-hmm. they're so much like them? And I look at it as not, they're not necessarily the reincarnation. But your mother is there whispering. So they're so much like them because they're actually one of their teachers. Ah. Oh. Um, or you look at the clock, and it's one one one, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's uh, that's my dad. He, you oh, know, no. one was his favorite number. So that, and what it is is maybe your dad said, look at the clock. So nest or the bird, it's it's the bird, not your father, but the bird, <laughs> but your father is telling you, go ahead, look up, see what's there. Hi, baby. And it's your father I know. Who told you to look at the bird. So that's how I look at all these symbols.
1: Well, um, you know what, Sharon? I got to tell you, I trapped my dad. I I, I know he is the cardinal, not like you said him. So what I did was I put a I put a a bird feeder in the middle of my window and the cardinal comes every day. And therefore, I talk to my dad every morning and he looks right at me because it's a it's a clear bird feeder. And I sit and have a conversation with my dad. Which I know is that cardinal. I mean, I don't. I know his spirit is is coming to say hello. Okay, uh, sweetie,
0: I'm uh, gonna tell you something. I hate to break your bubble, but your dad is not the cardinal. Your dad might be (laughs) sitting next to him, but I promise you, your dad's not. Your dad is not lying around. (laughs) I know, I know, but I'm just gonna think it. I got it. But what I can tell you, baby, is your dad might be sitting with you every morning yes. when the cardinal yes. comes, or sitting next to the, that. the cardinal you're talking to.
1: So, absolutely, you know, how I and I. Look th- at it and i totally understand you but i know it's not him but i'm telling you i trapped that cardinal just in case okay
0: got so, you, you got it you got it
1: you got it let me ask you another question and i know that you have so much uh to share with us and i'm so grateful and thankful that you're here uh, i i want oh, please, you know honor. i want to get oh my honor i i really would love to give people a a, a look at what They can use like how can we use spiritual uh, and spirituality and and uh, energy vibration from the other side and to help us on this side. I know what you're gonna go. Sure. So go ahead, go because I know what you're gonna say. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, what I'm gonna do is then give an example of asking others for help, which is a little different, I think, than okay. Here's the thing. A lot of us don't want to ask people for help. We're better off doing it ourselves. And we're great Mm -hmm. at helping others. But we feel, uh, you know, we feel either not enough or we're imposing or I can do it myself. You know, whatever excuse you want not to ask for help. Okay? Now, however, what if, say you're having, God forbid, an asthma attack. Or having trouble breathing you're going to reach for your inhaler right mm-hmm. and you're in, and mm-hmm. you're going to use your inhaler and it's going to help you you're going to get back on track what happens if you reach for your inhaler and it's empty what are you going to do are you going to get in the car and try and drive to the drugstore or perhaps you're going to give someone else the honor of going for you to the drugstore picking up your inhaler and bringing it to you. And then what you've done is you've given the other person the opportunity to feel what you feel when you help others. You've done a service to them by asking them for your help. And then they get to go on their day feeling how grateful they are that you feel better because of them. It wasn't, it wasn't them breathing into your mouth, but it was you sharing that feeling of service and giving it to someone else. That's an example of using spirituality on an everyday level. Give, Helping the other person, giving another person an opportunity to help someone. And you've done I it. love that. I love that. So that's a I, thank you. So that's I love everyday, that. Thank you. So that's an everyday occurrence of how we use spirituality in everyday life. And unless, how do you we, use, so don't be, don't be such, you know, I can do it myself. You know, we all want to be able to do it ourselves. We don't want to ask, but it's the same way as the universe, which I call spirit or like I said, God, however you perceive him or her to be, is a parent. They want to give us everything. And they have the universe has the capability of giving us everything. We're the kids. We're the ones that say, nah, I can do it myself, just like all our kids do. Mm -hmm. And if we would just, then our kids grow up and they realize maybe we have something to tell them, maybe they, they will take our help, the same thing. We need to grow up and take the universe's help. We need to grow up and say, "Okay, I'm a grown up. I'm going to ask someone to help me." And not only am I going to get what I need, I'm going to give them what they need.
1: That's, I love that's that. That's what it's all about. So, can you give us an example? Like, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to start you off, but can you give us an example of how, in need, when we when we let the universe work with us? And I know that we talked about timelines. In fact, that's Actually, where I'm gonna go, so how does the universe work with timelines? Uh, it's,
0: uh, concerning
1: well you know if you, you you say give it up to the universe, you know, let the universe help you. so if you're right. you know you're uh, asking the universe or you know you're you're doing your work and you want the universe to help you with certain things, and you don't see oh, it. So, you know, where is that timeline? Because Earth is a timeline. It's not in spirit. But we do have time right. here. We work with time. So how do, you, right. uh, how do you justify time with spirit and the universe?
0: Well, everything is in its own time. Everything we mm-hmm. might think, it's time for this to happen for us right now. Okay? And that's our brain. And I want to fall in love right now. I want to get married, which I get a lot. You know, I want to get married right now. Well, your now is not necessarily the universe's now. And when the time does come that you meet the person, all of a sudden you'll go, oh, that's why I didn't meet them before. I wasn't ready. It was the wrong person I was dating. I had to go through more. So we need to trust. That in this exact moment in time, where we are right this second, everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And I then love that. We'll check in in five more minutes and see where we're then. But we, but the more we hang out where we are, the more assistance and help and love we get.
1: So, how do you? Because mm. I, I, I so totally agree. I, you and I are talking off the same timesheet, <laughs> literally. But um, <laughs> what I what, what I what I want and you know think about is when people give you know when when they look at you and say that when am I going to find love? When am I going to find a job? And you know uh, and your spirit guides and their spirit guides meet and you know show you a timeline. And right. you know we have had many people who that timelines come and went. What do you say to your clients now? It might not happen to you, but I know it happens to medium psychics all the time. Yeah. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah. How would you justify? Well, well, my question would be. So if, let's say, somebody asked about love and you saw that in six to nine months they were going to meet somebody, and in six to nine months that didn't happen. Now, I know that this is a question that people ask all over. Like, I went to this one, I went to that one. They said this and they said that. I don't necessarily think it was a wrong timeline. I think that time is fluid. And just because you saw six to nine doesn't mean that it isn't still going to happen. So when you have a client and I don't know that it ever happened to you cause you're so wonderful and great. And, and, and so I can't even believe the names oh. you get. It's amazing. Um, I, how do you justify time when it doesn't happen?
0: Okay. See, the thing is I can never guarantee time to anyone. Okay. That's what I wanted I to will, hear. I will, okay. No, I never, I will never guarantee that I can give a time range perhaps if I get a number, mm-hmm. But time is time on the energies are very different, so I don't see I see specific um events, but not necessarily I can't tell you that in six months, three days, and two hours, if you turn right on second street, you're gonna meet them. no <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't so that, work that way i I never write I can never guarantee time absolutely I, I, what I, 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 I knew. Right. Yeah. Because I have a saying also, um, the universe gave me to share is that, you know, time, time goes slow for the young, because they're always looking ahead. And time goes fast for the elderly, because they're always looking behind. But for people who stay in the present, time lasts forever.
1: You know, I love that statement, and you know, Jerry's listening. And I've got to tell you, hi, Jerry. You know, Jerry's my Dumbledorf. He's he, hi, he's Jerry. a great medium. <laughs> hi, Jerry. But I've got to tell you, that's so funny because uh, what what I love is that what you said. It, it's it's not you know you, nobody can guarantee, and that's what I what I wanted to to get out is no one can guarantee you because we're not living your timeline we can only give you, um, uh, a suggestion or, you know, or, or, right. or a vibration I, I, of what you get.
0: Exactly. And There's no guarantee in anything. I, you know, can I ask,
1: you- can I ask no, no. you, you are, I've, I've got to tell everybody because they don't know you. Some people might, and, and I know a lot of people, you're very famous and if they've ever seen you work, but you are amazing with names. Oh. And I know that, I know that, uh, where does that come from, Sharon?
0: I, don't ask me, honey. <laughs> I mean, I doesn't guess, it
1: surprise you?
0: It. It, oh, it freaks me out? Are you kidding? I have a, I have a joke. I go, like, you know, kick, kick, you know, kick, feet, kick, feet. When clients come back or somebody comes back and tells me, that I said, you know, this person and this was going to happen and I'm this and it does. Or that I brought up this person's name and it was really this person. I go, oh, my God, really? You know, I, I laugh myself because every morning I look to the universe. I wake up and I look up and I go, you sure? You still want me to do this today? And I get a yep. So I go to work. But honestly, it has, and I know people laugh when I say this, it has nothing to do with me. I just believe that a quarter percent of my brain, it might be a little more developed than than some other people to hear that vibration, to hear that level of energy. But we all have it. I call it a woman's intuition, mother's instinct, a joke, or why men don't ask for directions. We all have this gift. It's the extent we allow ourselves to use it and listen to it. That's it. If everybody would just be quiet and listen to themselves, you wouldn't need people like us. You really wouldn't. And that's, you know, and I try and teach that in my groups also. We do a little tiny exercise where I try and get everybody to that one point where they can actually, even if it's for a split second, see that they are completely connected, just like everybody is, and that they just need to trust what they hear. That's all. You uh, know,
1: I am, I am so in sub go with you, and I love <clears throat> that. And I do believe we all come down with different energy vibrations, and how I put it is this: you know, we, we all can play basketball, but not everybody's a Michael Jordan. But can we all play basketball? Of course we can. We can dribble a ball. I mean, most, we, from anything, even from a bed, you can dribble a ball. If you don't have feet, you can dribble with your head. So everybody can dribble a ball or, or, or play basketball in some way. But not everybody's a Michael Jordan. And that's how I put it as far as energy. I think right. there that's are That's a
0: great, people. that's a, yeah, that's a great yeah. analogy. You know, you're coming, you're kind of going in and out. I'm sorry, I'm not yes. hearing you too well right now.
1: Yeah, I am. And the good news is, just to let everybody know, there is a big hurricane down in Florida. that's coming pretty close, and it's, it's supposed to be here tomorrow on Thursday. So we are having really, it's going to be, um, we don't think it's going to hit, and for everybody listening, we don't feel it's going to hit yet. I haven't listened the last hour. The uh, coastline here, but it's going to get pretty close. So all of our, I feel like, electronics are starting to go, and that was okay. today. And, and yesterday was terrible. But you're so going please, in and out a little bit.
0: Like the, yeah,
1: yeah. So please forgive me if that is what's going on. So um, I do know uh, there is a lot of people who just fell off, and I know what it is. It's it's the energy here, and or it could be our energy. You know, you never know. There we go. That's but,
0: better. It just cleared up. It just cleared up. So there was a hit. Yeah, some kind of an energy hit. I think. Yeah. Are you there? Hello? In case you can hear me, Bonnie, I cannot hear you. I can't hear you, honey. There we go. Can you hear me? Okay, again, Bonnie, I can't hear you. So you might want to mute me. Um, I'm happy to answer a couple questions if anybody has, about spirituality or the afterlife. I'm going to call back in, Bonnie. But it says I'm still connected to you.
1: I do not have you, Bonnie.